we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's going on, everybody? The Victor Cruz Show is back. We are back again. Myself and Paul Rivera are here in the room. I had the key. He did not. The window was open. I'll leave it at that. I'm always going to find my way in, baby. What's Wiggles good, Vic? is weighing. What's going on, G? <laughs> Everything's good, man. I just got back in town today. Came straight from the airport uh, to the studio. To surprise you, you like thought you were going to do a show. Is a new hoodie? Nah, it's, listen, listen. It was chilly on the plane. I have seen that one. Going with the... It was chilly on the plane. With the 95s? That's crazy. chilly on the plane. It's more just uh, for they comfort. They got blankets, They got blankets. <laughs> where you travel, they have blankets. Where I do, no. I'm just lucky <laughs> if they got pretzels. What's good, brother? Uh, nothing much, man. Just chilling. I just got back from a couple of trips myself. Um, so I'm a little jet lagged, but we're here, man. Let's, let's get it done. So talk to me, man. I mean, you know, everybody always wants to know it's your show. Bears. You had, I believe, OTAs. Um, I think you're on break. Talk to us like what's what's happened your last time you were with the Bears and, and what's about to happen. Well, we just wrapped up our OTA program, uh, had a three-day mini camp to end things, and uh, you know, now it's on my own. Now it's summertime, now it's uh doing a little bit of traveling, obviously staying in shape, making sure I'm ready to go, making sure my body's ready for the season. Uh, but enjoying myself at the same time, man, taking some trips, doing some things. Um, I just got back from uh, from Paris Fashion Week, just doing some good things out there, going a couple of shows. Hold on, you can't just say that casual, like you know, like I just got I mean, back from Paris Fashion Week. Real nah, it was light, all good. Real it was, light. What's that? What was that like? Talk to me. It was a good time, man. I saw my guy Russell Westbrook out there. I saw James Harden, D Wade, Mello. Do you uh, feel more and more athletes are going out to Fashion Week I now do, than before? I do. A lot of athletes are really doing it, and it's and it's good. I mean, it's good that they continue to do it. Bryce Butler. I mean, another football guy. I mean. You don't see many football guys out there, though, dog. Are you one of the first football players to go out to Fashion Week consistently? Um, yes. Okay. Are you one of the first athletes to go out to Fashion Week consistently? I'm not saying the first, but are you? Yes. Like you're seeing an influx of like one thousand percent. What do you test that? What do you What do you think that? How and why is that? I happening? think it's just the people are gravitating to it. You're seeing styles evolve through athletes and the way they wear their clothing and the way that they represent themselves. Like, they weren't showing anybody's outfits walking into to stadiums and walking into arenas mm. five, ten years ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Eight years ago. Like, they, we weren't showing that. That just evolved from athletes going, being front row at shows, going to Paris, doing those things. That evolved from that. And then it's like, oh, we got to capitalize on this. We can sell product this way. Mm. Let's show them coming in. They have on a acne jeans, and you know you're moving product, and you're broadcasting. It's it's a commercial for you too at the same time for the athlete. How's how's Fashion Week work? You reach out to a brand, or your people reach out to a brand and say you want to attend. Do you get an invite? Like how's that? 
I'm assuming it's a different process for you and me if I want to go <laughs> to a Balmain show or something. Um, it's a it's a two way process. Sometimes the brands hit you and say, "Hey, we want to invite you to our show," things like that, or you reach out and then they let you know, you know, whether they have a spot for you and an invitation for you. And is it competitive with athletes seating? Like, if you go, are you is Victor Cruz sitting in the second row of any shows? How's that work? Um, let's be very clear. <laughs> uh, I I. I'm front row at these shows. Um, I mean, not you know, gloating. That's just where my seat number is. Okay, you go where they tell you to sit. I, I just, and it go just go to the number. To I just go to the number. <laughs> okay. They put the number on. It the happens to start with an A, and a dash next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and a dash. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, it, it it just it's just such a moment. I mean, to be there at the Vuitton show. I mean, that's. In Paris, they just say Vuitton. They don't, you know, they leave the Louis out. Uh, How they say it? Vuitton. Vuitton. Uh, I cannot with you. Oh, my God. And being there front row, dog, when the Drake song is playing and you're vibing out, and it's a beautiful venue, and it's just beautiful people. I mean, you can't beat that, man. You can't beat those moments. What shows did you go to that, that you enjoyed? Like, what, I mean... Let's let's assume you enjoyed all the shows. What shows did you go to? I went to uh, I went to the Balmain show. I went to the Vuitton show. I went to the Tom Brown show. My man Tom Brown. All right, that's two things. One, conceptually, it was amazing. Like I get it. I understand where you were going, and I understand where you're taking fashion. On the other hand, he had dude, he had dudes in heels. Let me let me clarify. It was a wingtip shoe, that Tom Brown's classic dress shoe. You know what I'm talking yep, about. I'm following. He decided to raise it and put a heel on it, so it was the front was still the same men's wingtip okay. look. Okay, classic look. Heel was up on it. Okay, I'm not following you anymore. Uh, <laughs> men were in he- like like heels or like a little thick. So you know, like sometimes like heels. If anybody of my close friends that listen to this show, friends of the show that are on my Snapchat, y'all have seen what I'm talking about. And not only that, he had elongated suiting to resemble a dress almost. So conceptually, it was him fusing okay. the two together. Okay. And at the end, the very last look that tied it all together was he had a. Obviously, his final look, one guy comes out. He's in a tuxedo in the front. Okay. And his hands are behind him. And I'm like, why is his hands behind him? And you can tell that something else is happening behind him. He comes around. There's a, a, a wedding uh, a wedding dress from the back. So half of it's a wedding dress. The same guy. The same guy. And the front of it is a is a tuxedo. That's fashion. It's conceptual what okay. he did. I wouldn't call that that's fashion. I mean, okay. I don't see anybody wearing that. Okay. Walking down Fifth Avenue. <laughs> or the Lower East Side, for that matter. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never the Lower East Side. But with that being said, uh, that's just a little sneak peek at you know some of the things that I see that I encounter during Paris Fashion Week. And what a lot of people don't realize, look, I, I've been fortunate. Enough to, I, I've been to like two fashion shows here in New York in my life. Mm-hmm. And what shocked me more than anything was, one, how competitive it is to get seats. I went with uh, our good friend Omar Johnson, who's CMO of Beats, right? Who, up, who loves fashion. And... Um, I was surprised how competitive it is to get the seats and like where you sit and how important all that stuff is. What shocked the hell out of me was like how long these shows last. Mm-hmm. Tell the people how long most of these shows are. Because you think they last an hour and a half. Like you no think way. they last. At most, I mean, Tom Brown has a longer show because Tom Brown kind of puts on a production. Like, and some of these shows are a full production, but the, the average show, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 20 minutes max, the entire show. 
And when you go to a show, you being Victor Cruz, is it expected that you're wearing the designer's clothes that you go to? Is it disrespectful if it's not? What's that? No, I mean, it's just um, sometimes they dress you, sometimes they don't. So sometimes they just invite you to the show and then, you know, just want you to come there or it's a presentation and you don't really need to be in the clothing. Um, but for the most part, um, they do dress you or they, you know, like Vuitton dressed me in, in a couple of different brands. But it's all up to the discretion of the brand, to be honest. You reach out, you ask them, and it's either yay or nay. Okay. So you've been doing a lot of traveling. A lot of traveling. We're about to do some more traveling. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to Israel for our guy Ronnie Feig's wedding, man. It's going to be such a movie out there. What's up, Ronnie? Such a movie. I think we're all on the same flight, too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's going to be real. It's going to be real, man. Speaking of flights, you was telling me on the way back, you you stumbled upon a very interesting movie. I mean, it's probably been out for a while, but it's the Ray Kroc movie, the founder of McDonald's. Okay. And he was just a salesman of like, it's a true story? True story. It's, a, it's not a documentary. No, it's a true it's story. Based on a true story. Okay. It's based on a true story. And they have all, you know, at the end they put all the documents of what happened to these actual people afterwards. Okay. So the guy was just selling uh milkshake machines of some sort, like a five-way milk uh a milkshake machine. Okay. How long ago was this? Do you remember? This like... was like the 40s, so okay. mid 40s, okay. mid to late 40s. And he's going around and he this one guy he gets a call from this one company that wants eight of these milkshake uh, makers, five at a time, instead of just one at a time that they had at the time. And he was like, yo, how much did they order? She's like, oh, they wanted eight. No, six. And he's like, what? Six? Like, it's got to be a mistake. So he calls them, the company, and he's like, yeah, I heard you guys made an order for six uh, of these you know, milkshake makers. He was like, yeah, we're going to need all six of them. And if it gets too swamped, uh, actually, let's make it eight. We need eight of them. And he was like, what, eight of them? So he drives across country to this McDonald's hamburger spot, checks it out. They show him the whole technique, how the whole thing works. They're pumping burgers out at like at a rapid pace. So he has a meeting with them. The next day he comes in. He's like, you guys need to franchise. Let's do it. Let's do it. Long story short, they allow him to be a franchiser and start franchising these McDonald's. Okay. And all of a sudden, they start popping off. And he has this system, and he's working it out. He's got these franchisees, owners in check. And within three years, he was a multimillionaire. Wait, he on w- the McDonald's brain, he just started. He became so big that the that the original founders of the McDonald's hamburgers couldn't touch him anymore. It was insane. So he, he was, wasn't a founder of McDonald's, but exactly. he became so big in starting with the milkshake machines that he took it. He bought it from them in three years. Wow. And did he come from money? No. He was just a regular working Struggling guy, salesman, dude. just trying to figure it out. So I, I have this theory. When you're on planes, you normally you watch movies. You find yourself watching movies you normally wouldn't watch. Exactly. I've watched a couple of movies on, on a plane because we all fly so much. That and I those random ones always leave you like, oh. Yes. You know what's one I, I saw? Um, it's not new, but it was a couple of years ago. Whiplash. I would never watch that. It was so good. It's incredible. It was so good. It's incredible. I watched that on a plane yeah, also. Like, I watched Yo, that. It was so good. So, so I feel like the, this McDonald's one is the same thing. Like You wouldn't be at the crib like, oh, I got to watch no this. Way. It comes on at 8 o'clock on Showtime no or way. HBO or whatever. Like, so I'm going to have to check that out. And I think we're on a 13-hour flight on Friday, so... We'll have uh, plenty Ample of time. time. Plenty of time to Ample watch time. that and then some. Yo, so, I mean, you know, this show, we're recording it in studio okay. in New York City. Yeah. And today, New York uh, City, man. today a, uh, you know, this is the, not only the sports media capital of the world, I think. I think it's the media capital of the world. 100%. 
on fire today with, with the breaking news early this morning, which you didn't even know about. I had no idea. you've been at, you know, doing a camp with the kids. I had a football right? camp today. The Victor Cruz Foundation had a football camp for the kids today. Shout out to Pro Camps. Yo, Pro Camps, this company, they really make it easy, man. It's through the NFL. You reach out to them, say you want to do a camp. They hook it all up. All I, did, all I, all I had to do was show up and, and vibe with the kids. And, I mean, everybody's there. Obviously, we got to do the sponsorship and bring everybody there. Um, and it was just an amazing event, man. And it, it turned out really, really good. How great. was it? How many kids? Do you know? We got about... I saw your snap. It was a lot of yeah, kids. Yeah, it was right under 200 kids. Yeah, something like that. Just Learned. running all over the place. Just, just madness. Victor! Victor! <laughs> Yo, the worst is the parents, though. That's the best. Like... <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. Like people think it's funny. Like you expect it from the kids. The kids right? is expected. Okay. I'm already geared up for that. Right. Okay. But the mom, me not papi, man. I got. Oh, you like whoa? You wait. I know I'm in Union City, <laughs> but you don't gotta talk Spanish to me just to oh. get the just to get the middle ground. <laughs> just to get the middle ground oh, with me. You know I what I'm saying? Know. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna take your photo with you, baby. I know let's do where it. This let's is go. Going already. I'm man. okay. I know where this is going. <laughs> I'm okay. Let's do it. But listen, man. New York, New York City. Um, New York loves their sports, as most major cities do. Um, at the top of that list is the New York Knicks. Um, the Knicks today parting ways with Phil Jackson. And you were shocked. You walked in here and you were like, wait, what? I just found out about this five minutes ago. I mean... It was long overdue. Let's okay, be clear okay, let's get into let's it. Let's get right into let's it. It was long it. overdue. He was running that place into the ground. Another, <laughs> another draft that goes blundered, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's a, it, it was long overdue. The way he was talking to Melo... I, I wasn't I wasn't in agreement with any of that man. So yeah, I think it was it, time. I think I think I, I agree with you. I think it caught up with him in a sense of, you know, and it's something that happens in sports all the time. Just because you have a specific skill set, it doesn't mean it's going to translate to another you know area. He exactly. was a great coach. Arguably, you could argue maybe the greatest coach ever. He's in the conversation for greatest coach ever. You have Pop and other coaches. And it sucks that this tenure with the with the Knicks just just tarn. I wouldn't say tarn. You think tarnish? In my opinion, tarnish. I, I'll say it, it won't tarnish his coaching career. But what I'll say is this, or his accolades. When the name Phil Jackson comes up today, it'll have that sting. Yes, the immediate reaction is a hell of a lot different than it was prior to him coming to the Knicks organization. One hundred percent. And I think. I think it's a classic example of someone not evolving with time. I think there were signs all along, but we always just gave him the benefit of the doubt because he was Phil Jackson. Right? Yep. And you're like, hey, he's done it. He was you know? the king. And um, I think it caught up to him, and I think he, you know, the biggest... Listen, you could have whatever philosophy you want, and you can think triangle offense works, doesn't work. All that stuff is fine. This is a player's league. By far. And the minute, In any sport, football, yep. basketball, yep. baseball... You know, um, and the minute you lose sight of that, the minute you lose sight, and it doesn't mean you don't hold players accountable, but the minute you lose sight that it's a players' league, and the minute you embarrass your players by taking Publicly. locker room, yes, by taking locker room conversation, and 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 instead of talking to athletes one on one, you go and have conversations with the media, and you're saying, hey, I think Melo would be better off somewhere else. Hey, I think Porzingis, you know, he skipped this exit meeting. Like, how's that even get out? Like, how's it get out that he skipped That's the exit never meeting? supposed you to know? get out. I'm sure Porzingis Ever. didn't say I skipped the, the meeting. All. You know, so... I'm not sure you he can pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> so you start questioning some of these things, and it's like, I think the game has passed them by a little bit, or a lot. Um, I will say this. You know, Dolan gets a very bad rap, and, and most of it is self-inflicted. Um, but I don't think you can put this one on him. I think... 
when you have an owner of a pro team, what you really want them to do is you want them to commit to spending money to build a team. Mm -hmm. You want them to hire the right people, and you want them to get the hell out the way. Mm -hmm. I think he's done that the last three years. New York, you were here. New York was on fire when, when, when it was announced that Phil was hired. People were almost threw a parade in the city. 100%. He hired the right guy. He overpaid. I think Phil made $9, $10 million a year, whatever it, was, it is, it right? Was, it was pretty real. He paid him, and he got out the way. And I think if there's any knock on Dolan is he didn't intervene sooner. I think this thing started going off the rails. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing for me was, you know, you mentioned the draft. <laughs> this NBA draft, Dolan had a gig. So Dolan has a jazz band or something, and he's performing during the same time the draft is. Are you serious? So if you're Carmelo Anthony or you're Porzingis, and you know, you're taking this serious, you live with this, you live and die with this thing, and your owner is at a gig playing bass or whatever it is he plays or sings or whatever, that sends a message louder than anything. By far. That's, that sends the biggest message of how you are and how you're responding to your team and how you want to run that team. So it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. You know, rumors are flying around. I think the last again, I'll I'll preface it by saying rumor. The last rumor I read on my way here was that um, the president of the Toronto Raptors was on the short list of people they'd speak to. I think he's really? great, great. You know, he's done great things in Toronto. Um, we talked off mic how mm -hmm. I had an idea. Of, you have uh, a theory? Yes, a little or a lot. A, a little, a very to uh, fruition. Like, a, in the air. a little yeah. or a lot unconventional. I think, and I won't say relationships aside, right? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely probably a little biased on this. A lot, we're a, a lot, a lot biased. biased. Let's be clear. Okay, I Family. think the New York Knicks should call, should pick up the phone and call Rich Paul. You, there's a precedent for it. You see what the Lakers have done with Polinka, right? He has experience, obviously, in um, working contracts. He's gotten contracts for a maraud of players. Um, I'm probably going to trouble by saying this, but you know, there's a certain player that's a free agent next year at the end of the season who he could potentially have some influence with. Um, I, or the best player right, to ever right. pick up a basketball. And I think, as being a lifelong New Yorker, the thing the Knicks need more than anything, man, more than X's and O's, man, they just need a culture shift, man. That's it. They need people to be excited that there's someone there that that relates to players, relates 100%. to execs, relates to agents, relates to celebrity. You know, like I know it's out of the box. I don't even. I honestly haven't had a conversation. I don't even know if he would be remotely interested. As soon as he hears this, he'll probably call me and be like, "What the hell are you doing?" But <laughs> that was just me. It came to mind. I was like, you know what? They need to go out the box. And look at things a little differently. Mm -hmm. I just thought it'd be really interesting to, for that conversation to even happen. It so. makes sense. I it's mean, not an awful idea. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you putting it in the air. Now it's going to happen. I'm just trying to work on my seats. What do you just, think about the wanna... NBA awards, man? I have mixed reviews. I have mixed reviews. Okay. I have. I think. I think in theory, the NBA awards are a great idea. I like. Holding all the awards at the end of the year, and you know, it gives it importance. I like it gives it significance. I didn't like that. You man. didn't like it. You didn't I like it, or you're long. not used to it. I, it's, I think it's. I'm not used to it. I'm okay. like, I'm like, yo, it's game three of the finals. <laughs> like, what? Did I miss it? Like, I'm confused, man. So I'm ask you two things. I think one is you're not used to it. Two, a little bit of a separate question. Do you think the playoffs should factor into MVP voting? Because it doesn't currently. I don't think. I, that's a tough question. Well, and, we and, while, you, and while you're thinking that, while you're thinking that, I'll give you some time to think. The only reason I say that is because then it makes a hell of a lot more sense to me. If you have the NBA awards after the season, like you said, you're waiting long for it to be announced. I think, 
I personally think if it's the NBA, I think it should factor into it. I don't think it does in any other sport. You don't think so? Talk to me. I don't know. I think I think because you could have the best season. Russell Westbrook had the best season of his career, right? Maybe in history. Maybe in history. No one's maybe ever done a triple-double, right? No one's maybe. ever done it right? in history. Well, I think maybe and what you call it did. Uh, big, big O, o? I think Oscar yeah, did. But course, he was also course. playing against like milkmen and bus drivers when they got off work. People that so had day jobs. No disrespect yeah, to the Big O, but let's keep it a buck. Let's be real. Okay. Um, so for him to have his best – and then – Whatever he goes, let's say he went up against okay. I mean, uh, Golden State in the in the first round, and he gets bounced. You're saying that shouldn't count so against all him? that work, and then hmm. it just goes to nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. You know, that's a good question. But I would say I would counter that with saying the most played, important part of the season. Eighty-two game. The I most just imp- averaged a triple double for eighty-two games. No, it's fair. It's fair. But the most important part of the season is when it's time to get money, baby. But that's why there's a Finals MVP. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, that's fair. Right? So, but specific to the award show. Because Andre Iguodala's not going to win the, the <laughs> season MVP. You know? I would argue the he shouldn't win the finals MVP. Facts. Okay. Because Braun right. should have won yeah, okay. it that year in a okay. loss. Let's keep it a buck. He should have won it. Let's keep it a buck. But, but. I'm with you. I, look, I think the NBA awards, and then I'll, I'll ask you what you thought of them. The NBA awards, I thought, in theory, were um, was a very good idea. Um, I like the excitement of it being like an Oscars or a Grammys and players dressing up and it being really cool, red carpet and all of those things. And I like announcing all of the awards at once. But it is pivotal to the success of that award show or any other award show that you get the right talent in the room. 1,000%. What I will say in all fairness to them is I heard from people that were in the room, from players and from other people that attended agents and whatnot, that it was a really dope experience being in the room. Mm-hmm. It flowed well. It was done professionally well. That it was really, really, really dope. I mean, you really got sexy, TNT doing right? it. You yeah, know, they're, those the people they're get one it of the right. best in the business, yeah, right? So, right? So I thought that was cool. I don't know if that translated to television, um, but I do know one of my things was, look, and again, biases, whatnot. You can't have an NBA award show without LeBron James there. Not even close. Without Kevin Durant there. No Without way. Steph Curry there. Without, you know, so if you're going to do it, you got to do it. You got to do it. You know? Exactly. What, I mean, what was your take on when you heard of it? Like, I know, I mean, the, the talent was great. Right? Talent, the talent was they great. Had, the host, you know, who was the host? Drizzy was the host. Drizzy was the host, obviously. And he showed up with with the reporter from the Golden State Warriors. Did you see that? I, I did. Roz, I did see it. Drake, you're you're <laughs> you're the guy, man. I'll just leave it at that. Um, to be honest, I didn't watch it. Okay, I didn't. But watch that it. says something to me. Like you I weren't mean, excited I wasn't enough excited to watch enough it. Excited enough to turn it okay. on. To be honest, okay. I, I I almost got the best vantage point from the Instagram memes and the things mm-hmm. that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do like the concept. I think it can grow to something. I don't think it has to be a smash hit out the gate right now. I think it has time to grow and to build and to figure out its niche and how they get it done. I guess I can, you know, adjust to waiting 94 more days (laughs) (laughs) before I hear the announcement for the NBA MVP. And speaking of that, shout out to my guy, Russell Westbrook, man. I saw him in Paris killing it with his family. He's really doing his thing, man, and his his speech also was was amazing. Oh, so he hold that. So hold that. Before we me. before we get to him, there was the the what was dope about the show was that they gave out the awards. Exactly. Right. So props to everyone that got the awards. Mm-hmm. I think D'Antoni got Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. You agree or disagree with that? I agree with that. Okay, I agree with that. Thought he did a great job. Which, by the way, Chris Paul. Did you hear this? Chris Paul that. went to Chris Paul to Houston. Houston, which That's would be interesting. Crazy. It'll be interesting because you Who think did Houston lose. Uh. Your guy, Patrick Beverly. They got him. Where's he at? I he, hope he's with the Pelicans. He, he, goes, he goes to the Clippers. Patrick Beverly, uh, Beverly uh, Lou Williams, uh, 
Decker, I think the kid okay, from okay. Wisconsin, I believe it was. He's a good player. And a pick in 18. Okay. Right? So I think both teams made out. Made out. But the only thing I, I question about it real quick is Harden just had the greatest year of his career and Houston had As the best, right? And Houston had the best season, uh, you know, in a very long time. Um, him at the, at the point. So now you move back to the CP2. two. CP three makes everybody's life easy, man. I agree. He plays he both makes sides of the floor. Everybody life easy. I agree. So I mean, so D'Antoni got coach of the year. Um, a friend of the shows, which a lot of people may not know, is a friend of the show. Draymond got defensive player of the year. You agree with that? Oh wait, there's a pause. I guess so. I guess okay. so. I understand it. Okay. I, th- I thought. I thought. Uh, I thought. Uh, what's the buddy from Utah? Oh, the big boy. Gore, yeah, Gore, that guy, yeah, Gorebert, Gortart, Gore, Gore, Gobert, yeah, Gobert, all, all of those, yes, all three. In go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure his teammates go and go. You know what? On the strength of that, he can't win Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> we don't know his name. That, I think you he, he was, was going to get it. I think he was a little bit more dominant than Draymond was. Drake guards a lot of positions, though, man. He does. What I he think that's to that what, team. I think that's what sets him apart from from, but. I mean, Kawhi Leonard was not. Wow, he's, that's true. What was great, he doing all year? Were we not watching what great, Kawhi was doing? That's a great point. That's I a saw great. a series in the playoffs. I guess we don't count the playoffs since that's what you're saying. I said we should. But he had a series where he took the game over on both sides of the court, and I've never seen anything you're like talking that about before. Kawhi, Kawhi yeah, Leonard. Yeah. He stole the ball in at half court from the point guard, dunks it, comes back down, blocks a guy, Takes it fifty feet to the. I'm like, bruh, he's. I'm not he had gonna, like eight points yeah, in a row. I'm not gonna lie. I saw that, and you know what I thought immediately. Reminded me of my game. You know what? No, honestly, it reminded me of There's my. It was a flat, the point in this it conversation. Was, it was a. It was honestly. You go back to your little was, league days. It was honestly like looking in the mirror. Right, it was a flashback to like how I dominated both sides of the floor. I don't want to make this about me, okay? But but you just w- did no. But when you talk about Kawhi and dominant performances, it just reminded me of me a lot. Just, the light bulb went on. I'm gonna I keep it. Saw Boom! The... Yeah, you saw it. You saw it. You saw, saw my eye. I was like, yeah, I got to speak on this. So I will say this. I agree with you on this. Why do I do D- this? <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year award for the NBA was the one category that out of the three finalists. Whoever they gave it to, I would not have had an argument. One hundred percent. If if Very your true. man go yep. from Utah would have won it, okay. <laughs> okay. If Kawhi would have won it, okay. If Dre won it, okay. I like a Greek freak winning most improved too. That was I saw dope. that. That, that was, was dope. good. I like that was a good moment. Let me ask you this. So kids are stuck. Um, I know you didn't. Yeah, he's, he's stuck. I mean, he has the right name. He's, he's figuring himself. Like, yeah, he's figuring himself out too. Let me ask you this. So we spoke on Dre winning Defensive Player of the Year, and I know you didn't actually see the show, but you saw the highlights on it. Yep, Did yep. you see what Draymond was wearing? He had the shorts on with the joint, right? He had a tuxedo with shorts. I know shorts. his stylist, too. So, okay, so I need to ask you, as being, you know, we entered the show, you talk about Paris Fashion Week and shows, and, and everyone knows what a, you know, fashion aficionado you are. <laughs> you I want? sometimes don't know, like, the do's and don'ts of fashion. I don't know, hey, can I wear a polo shirt with a sports jacket? I don't know. Can I do that? Can I not do that? Like, If you're going to a country club, yeah. I can do that? Country if you're club? going to a country club okay. to play golf, absolutely. Okay. What if I'm going to La Marina? Can I do that? Not going to happen. No, no. Unless you work there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, note to self. Scratch that outfit I was going to wear next weekend. Um, uh, Dre had on a tuxedo with shorts. Is that there ever tuxedo okay? tuxedo shorts with the- There's such a thing as tuxedo shorts. It's a, it's a faux pas, if you will. Okay. If, if anybody knows what that means. It's okay. something that's not traditionally accepted in quote-unquote fashion. Okay. Um, but he pulled it off. I think he did a good job. Shout out to to uh, to Vic Michael 
his his stylist. Um, he, he'll love that plug. He's one of those guys that just love plugs. He's like, yo, plug me. So he, pause. yeah, it's a great pause. Sorry. Um, so you didn't see his outfit and be like, what is he doing? Like you got it. I understood it immediately, okay. and it fit him well. The the blazer, the jacket fit him well. The shorts fit him well. He had the sliders on, the velvet joints with the. He was swagged out. I, I mean, I accepted it. I wouldn't do it personally. Okay. But it, it fit him, and he got it off. Okay. You know what we're going to do next time, me and you? Next time there's like an award show, you and I, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Maybe it's Twitter. Maybe we do a live podcast. We're going to have you commenting on everyone's on everybody's fits. Yeah, I think that's fair. Think it's only right. I think that'd be great. It's only right. And I'm going to be there in a tank top and gym <laughs> shorts. <laughs> so brings us back to where you started with Russell Westbrook. Okay. 2016, 17. NBA MVP. It was unbelievable. Do you have a problem with him winning MVP? I don't have a problem with any of it. Okay. None of it. I thought he had one of the most impressive, like I said, one of the most impressive, if not the most impressive seasons we've seen, at least in our generation. From top to bottom. Um, His speech. I thought his speech was really dope. His speech was amazing. I thought, um, did you see uh, KD's comment? No. I believe KD tweeted giving him props. Really? And it's no secret, you know, that their relationship's been up and down and icy and whatnot. But I think he tipped his cap to his cap to him and said something along the lines of like, "Can't deny the season Russ has had, hell of a season. Congrats, you know." Mm-hmm. Um, knowing Russ, That's he probably did like the Russ face, you know, the, the like, yep. "Why are you talking to me?" face. Got it. Um, but I thought it was incredible. I thought the speech was incredible. I thought, you know, he's had a season like like we've never ever seen before. So it was impressive to see. I think the kid is literally. I mean, look. Relationships aside, I think LeBron's the biggest freak in the NBA and and one of the biggest freaks in all the sports. Um, but Russ is up there in terms of just athletic ability and what he's able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was a freak, and and I think it's a it's a it's a perfect transition in speaking to him. To I don't know if you even know this, we have another sponsor today. Oh. The Victor Cruz Show has another Yo. sponsor, baby. Yo, the budget, the Listen. checks are coming in. <laughs> We're really killing it, man. Listen, man, this sponsor, I can't confirm or deny this. I don't have any anything in writing. The rumor around Uninterrupted is that this sponsor would only sponsor if I was a part of the show moving forward. Here we go. That, that's just what I'm hearing from my people. You already had your one shot at this thing, at this <laughs> gloating situation. Like, what, the, the Kawhi comparison to my game? Yes. I'm just keeping, that's actually factual. That's, this may or may not be okay. factual. Here we go. This sponsor we have today is called uh, Active 5. So this sponsor, the Victor Cruz Show, is sponsored by Active 5. And when I tell you what Active 5 does, you're going to totally see why they wanted me to be a part of this. Please tell me, because I have no uh, idea. <laughs> so this doesn't rely, this doesn't doesn't actually apply to you okay. because you're a professional athlete, right? And you taking care of yourself and working out is a part of what you do. That's part of the job. For most regular people like myself, you know, what prevents most people from working out is one thing and one thing only. It's time, right? Most Absolutely. people don't have time. So the folks at Active Body have a solution. Active 5 is a new pocket-sized digital device that works with your smartphone to coach you through over 100 five-minute strength training workouts and track your stats and progress. So you heard that right. They have a hundred five-minute strength training workouts to track to track your stats and progress. If that doesn't have me written all over it, a five-minute workout, I'm all about that life right there. So Active 5, and you can probably help me with this, Active 5 exercises are isometric-based, which the NFL does a lot of. They're simple but highly effective. 
Does that Yo, make sense? Your education level is, is yeah. a stop. You're really killing yeah, it I'm, right I'm, now. I'm there with it. I'm there with it. Okay. The good people at Active 5 say you'll feel the burn after working out with Active 5 just five minutes. On average, Active 5 increases strength by 30% over six weeks. You have to check this out. I'm only upset they didn't sponsor this show six weeks ago because I could have used that 30% for this wedding we're about to go on. I could have used it. So, so here's where you come in, listeners. You now have time to exercise. Go to active5.com. Go to active5.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number five, dot com. Everyone, including me, has five minutes. You don't have to drive to the gym. I'm telling you, this will be a gym killer. So there you go. I'm getting one. Go to active5.com. Again, that's A-C-T-I-V, the number five, dot com. Then enter the promo code VICTOR, V-I-C-T-O-R. I got my own promo Yes, code. yes. Enter the promo code Man. VICTOR at checkout, and Active Body will hook you up with a free water bottle with your order. I'm going to talk to the people at Active Five and see why I'm not the promo code. Holla at them. I'm more of like kind of like the person they're really looking for. Yeah. Um, but you, me, we've talked about the same athletic level, same history. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But in all seriousness, shout out to Active Five, man, our sponsor of the Victor Cruz Show, man. Thank you, Active Five. They're paying for this. Uh, it, they're paying for this. Nineteen forty-two. We're enjoying. Uh, One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Active Five. We appreciate you, man. Absolutely, as we appreciate all our sponsors. Um, speaking of Active Five, and speaking of like working out, and speaking of staying in shape, something else happened last week while you weren't in town. While you were out of the country. Talk to me. What I miss? I hate going out of town, man, because I miss. I'm, it's always the worst timing. Well, here, here's here's the thing. You may not have missed anything. Okay. The big three league was in town. At oh wow, I heard about that. Did you hear about? They got about a lot of people there. They got a lot I of saw people. A lot it looked it looked packed. But I heard for those of you that are not familiar with the big three, the big three league is a league that Ice Cube, who I'm a huge fan of, he's a legend. I know you're a fan of as well. Absolutely. Um, is the commissioner? He put this league of of retired NBA players, and they basically play in a three on three league. So they play each other round robin. They travel to different cities. So they kicked it off in New York, and it ends with the finals, I believe, in Vegas. Um, and it's exactly that. I mean, they have some players that were really great in their prime. I mean, headlined by Allen Iverson, who we'll get into a second. Jason Williams, who we'll get into a second. I mean, Corey Maggette, uh, Deshaun Stevenson, uh, Stephen Jack, um, Bonzi Wells. I'm trying to think. Kenyon Martin. So a lot of names you know. Um, it was mixed reviews. It was mixed reviews. Okay. Um, unfortunately, there was injuries, which should be a shocker to absolutely no, no one. one. No one. The, his, I just hate it had to be yeah, my boy I mean, White yeah, Chocolate. Yeah, White Chocolate. Jesus. Which, by the way, is one of my top 10 all-time favorite NBA players. 1,000%. Like, I'm not saying not best favorite players. It's not even like, close. I'd pay to see him play. 100%. So, he gets out there, gets hurt, hurts his knee. You know, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to speculate, but apparently, like, fairly seriously. Oh, you heard so him I hope, yelling at Yeah, so I, I, hope, I hope he's okay or gets well soon. We don't wish injury on anyone. I think Corey Maggette hurt his knee as well. Um but what I was telling you earlier, I don't mean to make light of it, like, you can't take off 10 years and think you're going to work out two, three weeks and get back into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, very like, true. Like, I think the big thing is, if they were working out three weeks and then went to the Y to go play, that's one thing. You put these guys that and were the world- Barclays. Yes. With people yes. watching. 15,000, however many people were there, chanting their name and, and then video promos. And then, it, isn't it- 30 minute quarter, 30 minute half, uh, 50, two 15 minute halves. I don't look. No, it's it's 30 minute halves or something like okay. this. Or or whoever gets to 60, 60 points. 
Jesus. I'm surprised more people didn't get hurt. Yo, it's insane, man. Listen, so... I, I could have the rules wrong, I, but I something like, like that. I like the fact that there's halves. It, it's troublesome to me. <laughs> like, I'm surprised <laughs> they court. lasted. It's half court, yeah, by the like, way. So I struggle with that. I, I think, for me personally, I hope it works. I hope, you know, I love to see people like Cube and... You know, creating something, and I love to see the legends. I'm guessing they're making a little bit of money off it, so that's great as well. Anytime mm-hmm. you could, you can put money in people's pockets. Um, I'm struggling with one thing and one thing only as a fan. I want to remember these guys as the superheroes they were. One hundred percent. Allen Iverson was as big as the Empire State Building to me. Absolutely. I heard Allen Iverson was struggling out there. One of ten. That's what he was, one of ten. That's what he was, one of ten. I saw the one. It's a shot from the elbow. Did it look by good? Himself. No, look it was good? a shot. I mean, <laughs> he I made mean, it. I, I he mean, made I, it. I, here's the thing. It didn't look good. It looked he like made he, it. It looked like he was out there dribbling in quicksand, like that. Like mentally, he was still like Bubba Chuck. He was still like, oh, oh, don't do it, don't yeah. do it. And they were like, no, you're not gonna do you it. You didn't do anything. No, actually. It, it it was tough for me, man. It was tough for me to watch. Did anyone look good? Well, I heard there was a here's the pro, here's the other problem. I heard there was a couple of players that people are now talking like they should get a ten day. Why aren't they? I'm Come like, on, no, no, just let no. it go. Just ride off Stop into the sunset. It. Ten day, yeah, right. A no day. That's what yeah, you should get. A no day. day. So uh, keep an eye out for the big three. It should be interesting. Again, I hope it does work. I hope no one gets hurt. Any any further players get hurt. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch though. Now we've reached the area of the yeah. show. Yeah, your posture just got really different. Yeah, I just got really got different. Right. Yes. I got really different just yes. now. This is the most important part of the show. The right? most important part of the show, and we saved it for the end because you, we're going to talk you, about it and, for a while. And you better keep it so real on this show. I'm going to keep it 1,000 on this you, show. I mean, I want you to keep it so real. I'm going to. This is the only way I keep okay. it on this show. Okay. Okay. Jay Z. Uh. He put the hyphen back in his name. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that article that came out recently. I didn't know it was gone, but go ahead. It was gone. Um. <laughs> The hyphen is back in his name. Okay. I'm sure you've seen the promos that have been coming out there. I don't need to copy and paste anything to you. You understand where I'm coming from with all of this. Not going to lie to you. I've seen them in multiple cities. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. Not just little out of home. Like buildings. Buildings. The wallpaper's going up. Yeah. Because Big Homie is on the way. Okay. And this episode comes out today of this Victor Crucial that you're listening to. So in two days, ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. Okay, Jay Z four forty four the mm-hmm. album I heard mm-hmm. one song. Whoa, I didn't know that. You heard a song? It's a problem. <laughs> you heard a song? P. Oh, it's shit. a problem. It's the song everyone's heard. The okay, one so, on the joint. Okay, so here's what it's I'm gonna ask. A, here's here's what I'm gonna ask you, man. You know this. I am just as big a Jay Z fan as you are. We grew up on him. I probably learned more on all I probably learned more from Hove than I did in college. Accurate. All right. Hove has raised many a young men. Right? You're looking at one. Right. I so we're not having a conversation is Hove the GOAT the best to ever do it. That's been established. The conversation we're having is in twenty seventeen, are we gonna get GOAT Hove? Or are we gonna get Washington Wizards Michael Jordan? This is this is. I read an article the other day, and they put it so they put it exactly where I, I how I wanted to explain it, but couldn't find the words okay. to do so. And they said Jay doesn't need to put out any more music. Let's be clear. I think everyone knows that. I think okay. I, I think that's safe to say. 
He doesn't need to put out any more music. I think Jay now, when he puts out an album, when he puts out a, a body of work, it's about a state of the union. Mm. It's about him establishing and letting us know how hip-hop is through his eyes and where he wants to take it and where it should go. That's what that's what Hove does. Death of Auto-Tune, that's what that was. Another state of the union. Yo, this can't this ain't flying no more. Okay. You know, I, a state I, I, of the union. I that's agree what with, this is. I that's, agree with that. I just don't know if that's what we're getting. I want state of the union. No, I, I think I just I don't want it. him talking about wheelies or whatever the that was he hyphen, did. The hyphen. <laughs> the hyphen's back. back. I just mentioned that. You feel me? Okay. And this is a full body of work, full as far body. as you know. From uh, from what I know, it's an album. When Jay puts out an album, it's an album. And I love the minimalistic approach. I love that it's we're only getting some, uh, you know, a couple memes or mm-hmm. a couple, not memes, couple mm-hmm. short videos on Instagram. And we're getting, you know, just a little, just enough to be like, oh, what is this? That mystery that Jay always has, you know? And it's going to be, it's going to be a good album. I, I think it, I, I have nothing but, I'm obviously I'm biased, but I think it's just perfect timing. I think it's a perfect uh, time frame to put out a body of work like this. There's a lot that he can talk about. A lot of things. A lot of things, there a lot is, of topics. There is, there is that and he hasn't addressed, no, I ever, have and some, he only does it through the music. I have some questions. Talk to me. I'm hoping you can answer. I, I hope. I can. Um, you are Rock Nation sports affiliated. Absolutely, right? That's family for you over there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not asking you to give out any secret to the trade that you may or may not know. I'm asking you as a fan. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to address? Any of these shots that people have taken at him? I, I think Whether so. directly or indirectly? I think so. I think so. I think he has to. I think it's almost blasphemy not to. I agree with you. For him not to. But he needs to be very careful. Why? Be Why? very careful. Don't, <laughs> don't shake up that oh. bees net. Don't do that. What do you mean? Some of these young boys are <laughs> salivating <laughs> for him to mention a name. Don't do that. I d- don't. You didn't hear any of them boys say his name, though. Listen, you don't see I, that happening I, either. I, I Let's agree. be clear no, about no, that. Nor should they. No, we they? do. We do know a couple of shots people. Were taken. Yes, yes, shots have been fired. I just don't want to see Hove out there like Jay Williams in the big three. <laughs> Stop. I don't it. want that. Don't do this, man. I I don't. That'll I'm cool. Never. I'm happen. cool with Hove being courtside with B. I'm cool with all that. He's earned that. He's earned the right to be called the GOAT. He's earned all that. I don't want MJ on the Wizards, man. <laughs> I don't want him to come out here and be... Just wait on it, B. I'm telling you, wait on it. What's Lenny S. saying? What the... Is he saying anything to you? What's he saying? What's he saying to expect? Nothing but positivity. <sighs> Nothing but... Shout out to Lenny S., by the way. Khaled is out here moving. Yes, he is. Moving. Yes, he is. And the funny thing is, I didn't like that Wild Thoughts song, man, at first. I don't think I've heard it. To be honest, you haven't heard who's, it. Who's on it? I've heard it in a nightclub in Paris, France. You always got to work Paris, France into this com- any conversation we Is, have. Really? Not Yo, how they time. pronounce Vuitton again? Vuitton. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you. I'm gonna put you on the record. If you had to put your name on it, you have. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm putting a gun to your head. Is this gonna be a really, really strong whole album? Or is it going to be something that he was bored and he 
put together? What do no, you no, think? No. What do you I think? I think it's going to be a really strong Hove album. And you can tell, you can, Pete, if there's not, if you don't wake up in the morning and you go through your Instagram page and you see that logo, you see that 444 and you don't get butterflies in your stomach, you're absolutely in a, in a different space in life. Because every time I see it, every time I see that little video promo with Buddy from Moonlight swinging in the air in a dark room and then they zoom in on that inspires me to go do something. You don't know what, but something. I don't know what it is yet, but it, ins- <laughs> but it inspires me to get up off of my ass okay. and to go do something with my life in a timely manner. Jay-Z has provided. He put the hyphen back in his name, P. He's ready to go, and I'm not going to let you tell me otherwise. And and what's even better, yeah, I'm going there right now. What's even better is this is going to be the soundtrack for Israel and Ronnie's wedding because it comes out the day we fly out. Here's what I am going to say to that. You as a Rock Nation representer, we leave on the 30th. It drops on the 30th. It's only available to Sprint users, I believe. I have title, though. Does you have title? Is it on title? It uh, should be on title. It should be on title. Irregardless, I don't care if you have title, Mido, Noto. By the way, Mongo in the hood, one <laughs> well, text, well, he's going to well, have that link well, to that, me ASAP. That's my whole point. I expect you to have that. That's what we're listening to. 1,000%. Nothing uh, else. Okay. On, on your next show, Okay. we are going to break down that album, and you better have that same energy. <laughs> You better. I will. You I better. will. You I better. Know these, I know these feelings I have in my heart will not fail me, P. You better bring that same energy once the album's out in the world. Let me text Jay real quick and just make sure. <laughs> <laughs> just to get a full, just a synopsis, we might at least need, a track list. We might need to get Lenny up here next show. I want to hear what he has to say. I want, I, I just, listen, let me be clear. I hope it's really good, man. I hope so too. For his legacy. I know. I feel it, P. I can feel it. Pause. Okay. I understand. He he's took so much. To, do you know how much how many things he has to talk about? How many topics? I agree. Current events, personal life that he takes jabs at, that he keeps us abreast on in his music. That's the only way he knows how to because he doesn't do interviews like that. It's true. He doesn't. It's true. The only way he tells us <laughs> anything is through that music, man. Let me ask you this. Do you think the Drakes of the world have their ears perked up, ready to listen to this. Do you think the Kendricks, everyone, the Rick everyone, Rosses? the world stops? PR. Do you not understand this? The world stops. I don't disagree with that. What I will say, my last take on this album is, he better be very careful. <laughs> Because if he mentions a name he shouldn't mention, come on, th- yeah. there's young boys salivating He's across the mic. name before. He said a name before. Okay. okay. We've all heard it. Listen, keep that. You know what? I'm going to go with the class. Keep that same energy when the <laughs> album drops. Oh, man. Take us home, brother. That was another episode of the Victor Cruz Show, man. I appreciate you guys tuning in always. Um, we got up the sponsor. Want to give one last plug to the active sponsor? Active five. Active five. I'm going to do it as soon as we get off. Five minute workout. Real quick. I need to get in shape for this wedding. It's Real Friday. quick. It's. So I get like two workouts, it's a 10 later, minutes. Nah, it's they said five, 30%, six weeks. So I figure if I do two workouts, that gives me at least like 3% or something. Easy. Like, easy yeah, 3%. Yeah. I got to fit into that tux too. I think I may have gained a couple pounds. Can I close the show? No, do your thing. Do your thing. My bad. <sighs> Again, <laughs> I don't know where I find this guy. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the show. We'll be back soon, man. We won't leave you guys hanging. 
uh, uninterrupted, the Victor Cruz Show, uh, the Victor Cruz Foundation, at Team Vic. PR, what's your handle? At PR again. At PR underscore RWTW. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in, man. See y'all next time. Peace. Peace.